Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to our boardroom chat. Yeah, doing, welcome Kat? to our table. This is number 96. How are you doing, Jess? I'm going to make it. <laughs> Praise I God. believe we will. Hallelujah. We are excited about what God's doing. Even yeah. though the world's going to hell in a handbasket, it looks like everybody going nuts. But the Bible said, great is he was in us than he was in the world. That's right. I'm not going nuts. No, neither me. I'm going to tell you what. Praise <laughs> the Lord. I've been nuts for a long time. I don't need to go nuts with people well, tell me. we have you know. the mind of Christ. We've got the mind of Christ. So what a blessing. We can think on these things. You know, to defeat your enemy, mm-hmm. you got to know him. And I would advise everybody to study what Satan does so that when he does his crazy stuff, you can defeat him, not some of the time, but all the time. And I want to talk about that. Yeah. How do you defeat your enemy? Well, if you know what he's going to do before he does it, you got an answer before the problem comes. Yeah, and technically Jesus has already defeated him. Oh, he yeah. gave us the victory, but right. we're here, still here on the earth, so we have to believe, read his word, believe it, and enforce what he has said. Right, the Bible we're said the he, enforcers. Yes, right. <laughs> he said he, he's under our feet. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think of that Italian saying, he's a stone in my shoe. He is <laughs> you know, a, he's you know? an aggravating Yeah, just so you get the stone out, <laughs> you know. Go with me today, and I'm going to give you some examples of what Satan does in St. John 10, and it's a very, very familiar scripture, and it starts with John 10, 10. Mm-hmm. And it says, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now, we've got to define that. What does that mean? What does the thief do? Well, he steals. He kills, he destroys. What does hurricanes do? They steal. They kill, they destroy. What does crime do? It steals. It kills. It destroys. What does gossip do? It steals. It kills. It destroys. In other words, you can pick Satan anywhere because that's what he does. Yeah. You can identify that he's on the scene if it's killing, if if it's stealing, killing, and destroying. You know, he's the author of that. That's right. And And it's not God because that's the confusion. So many people think that God is in control all the time. So if something bad comes along, it must be God. You know, especially that was true in the Old Testament. They had no revelation of Satan like we're going to talk about today. But God wants us to wise up and realize that that there is a real devil. And he is at work on the earth trying to steal, steal, kill, and destroy anything that he can. Well, you got to understand something. You said something just then. People say God's in control. Now, I'm going to shock you when I say this. No, he's not. You're in control on this earth. If you want to go where God's in control, you go to heaven. Is there stealing? Is there killing? No. Is there destroying? No. no. Is there pornography? Is yeah, there hatred? No. Is there malice? Right. Is there anything? Because that's why he's in control. Hmm. The Bible says in Psalms 115, verse 16, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord, but the earth hath he given to the children yeah, of men. Yeah, and in Genesis, he says, I give you dominion, dominion. over the works of it. my hands. So we have been placed, mankind yeah. has, is in dominion in the earth. That's of right. course, we connect with heaven because we always pray thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's right. So we're, we're the right. enforcers here in the you earth. You better know. See, so a lot of, of people think that, you know, God's, uh, uh, why do hurricanes come? Well, I mean, Satan sends them. He, they're destroyers. Mm-hmm. They're different things of that nature. You see, you got to understand that. That we are in control, but that lease is about ready to run out. Right. That Jesus is coming back, right. and then we go back under that total control, which is good, yeah. like it is in heaven. Well, we all can see every day if we look at the news or hear things that are going on. Like the world is in chaos. It's in total it's chaos. Emotional chaos. There's political chaos. There's, financial. Uh, financial chaos. There is environmental chaos. Things that are upside down, and that just all of this is indicators to me that we are definitely in the end times, well, and we need to be doing what God has called us to do to. Make Make sure the whole world knows about the good news about God, that there is a heaven to gain Amen. and a heaven See, to show. if you want to know what Jesus does or what God does, I, I didn't do. finish reading the verse. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly or to the full, like the, uh, till yeah, it the overflows. Says, yeah, read I that. came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Now, you said, I like the way it says enjoy life. Let me talk about that. Yeah. Why do people get mad at me if I enjoy life? If I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out, I call that enjoying life. Yeah, people getting mad. They want you to be well, see, down the, in the dumps well, like they are. The, they want to steal my joy. Uh-uh. The first part of that verse says he steals. That's what Satan does. That's, That's satanic. That's you see good. what I'm saying? You ought to be glad if you see somebody happy, spiritually, physically, and financially. But a lot of time, envy and jealousy gets in strife. I preached a sermon many years ago, uh, the green-eyed monster whose eyes turn red. 
It's talking about jealousy, jealousy boy. I mean, yeah. Jealousy and envy is his first cousin. You need to preach that again. Yeah, I need to do that. Jealousy <laughs> and envy is his first cousin. So when I understand, so now I'm defining what he does, you see. He steals. Now, he's not going to kill you until he steals from you. That's right. See, he, he, he's very methodical in that. He steals. He kills. He destroys. Jesus comes to give life and joy and blessing, overflow to the full. Yeah, what he does is I think he comes and he steals the good news. He steals the message right, yeah. of hope out of your heart. And when people give up on hope, then they are really basically at the mercy of the devil. So that's when he comes in to, to kill. Because he's did, already stolen the promise out of your heart and you give up. Rather than enforcing the word right. of God, believing what he said. See, that's what Jesus came when he was on the earth. Amen. He enforced what God, the message Amen. that God say, sent say him. Say what God with. says, do what God do says. What God now, does. how does he steal your hope? He's got to steal your faith first. Because Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That's right. See, you know, it reminds me of the scriptures in the book of Mark, which you preached so often. There was a couple of years there where you seemed like you were living in the book of Mark. And I was writing in my, my Bible so often mm -hmm. when you were preaching because God's, the, Jesus was given the parable about the sower who sows the word. Amen. And it was four different types of soils. Right. But the sower sowed into that soil that, you know, that came to choke the word, steal right. it, kill it out of their oh, heart. Right. But, but when God finds a soil of a heart that is, that is good soil, he's able to Amen. plant his good word in there and it brings up great good seeds of hope and peace and strength so that we can believe and see the promise that we really, that belongs to us. Well, you know, I have a lot of people say, Brother Jesse, this is not arrogance. This is what they said. I'm just repeating what they said. You know, we sow in your ministry. We partners. We get blessed. Well, we're good soil. I'm not mean that arrogantly. We're just good soil. We keep our soil fertilized with the Holy Ghost. It's full of hope. It's full of faith. It's full of love. And it's full of doing the work. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's I, I, our I, new we got, cups. We got us a new glass here. Yeah, I got my hot tea. You just probably got out. ice. Ice. We're so different. Yeah. When he drinks, he wants a lot of ice. We go to a restaurant. I order water, no ice, no lemon. He always gets lots of ice and lots of lemon. Yeah, I just like it like that. <laughs> We're just see, so opposite. So I, I want to talk about your enemy, because you see, if you know what he does, you will be a conqueror all the time, not just a hit and miss situation. See, and a lot of people think, well, you just never know. And this is the craziest statement I've ever heard. You never know what God's going to do. That is the most insane statement. God's going to do everything his word says. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to know what God's going to do today, yesterday, and tomorrow, you go to his right. word because right. this book is, is, is past, present, and future. That's so true. And I'm just thinking about how often when God came on the scene with people in the middle of a, a difficulty or a, a battle, whether it's the children of Israel and an army mm -hmm. coming against them uh, or whatever it is, when God shows up, his first words are, fear not. You know, he yeah. came there and told Joshua, be of good courage. Yeah, that's right. He's, you know, he says, meditate on my word day and night. And Possessed then you're going to have land. good success. So he gave him the formula for living a successful uh, life that's full, yeah. that you can enjoy and have abundance. He says, meditate on the word of God day and night. Now, we, we don't follow the Old Testament law, but we follow the law of love. We follow the law of Jesus where you the believe, law love the law. Which the law is and, in the law of love. And your neighbor, right. Yeah. Now, you see, the thing uh, that's amazing me about Israel, and I don't get mad at me when I say this, but in, jo in Joshua chapter 1, God gave the boundaries of, of what the promised land should be. And yet Israel has not yet possessed that land the way God said to well, do Well, Joshua it. didn't do it. He says, you're no. an old man and you still haven't done There's yeah. much land That's left right. to possess. So we have all have an assignment, I believe, on the earth. God has given us territorial areas. And I think ours is like our nation. We need to be sure. praying for our nation, sure. our family, of course, the world. But we have a certain area that we have a responsibility and an assignment to. That's right. And we have to be about the Father's business. Amen. That's part of going to do the work. Yeah. You know, if we see something out of line, we have the authority to put it back in, 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 in position that it needs to be. And that's where it should be, see. Yeah. So, but we need people to agree with us. Right. It's important that we agree. That's why it's so important, you and I, as husband and wife, that we agree on things. And that's right. Well, even a small theft is a theft. All right. You see what I'm saying? And the Bible said, if two of us agree on earth, it's touching anything that they shall ask. Even a small theft. Well, you well, know, that's where it starts. Like some people know. say, you know, I, I heard someone say, you know, the Bible said, if you catch the thief, he's got to return it sevenfold. Well, I'm so glad I just got it back. Well, no, no. you still let the thief keep what's right for yours seven and times. all the substance of his house. You see what I'm saying? That's now, called bankrupting the devil. Right. Now, now, <laughs> the reason why I said that, you got to get that all back. Right. You got to stop him from stealing, stop him from killing, stop him from destroying. Now, I said, well, is there any other scripture to that fact? Yes. Go with me to the book of Ephesians real quickly. Then we're going get, to get to really talking about this. Ephesians chapter 4, 
uh, it, th this will bless you, man. I mean, it will minister to Galatians, uh, Ephesians, Philippians, Ephesians chapter 4. Look what it says here in verse. Uh, I, I, verse. I'm going to give verse 27 because Kathy, uh, no, no, uh, verse 26. Because Kathy's very familiar with this because I've spoken to her many times. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. How many times have I told you that? Sun Actually, going you down, learned that from sun me. Sun going down. You learned that from me. <laughs> I had to put it in there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't lose your hope, baby. <laughs> I have it. And I said, I said, sun going down. Now, notice the next verse. This is what the Apostle Paul now is believing what Jesus said in John 10, 10. Let him that stole steal no more. You should not be losing nothing. Hmm. Now, the way to stop losing stuff is to know your enemy and immediately shut him down because you have the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when you have the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus, it's just like as if Jesus is standing there. When you got power of attorney, you become uh, that person. You know what I'm saying? If you give me power of attorney over your house, your financial affairs, I become you. That's the law. That's what happens. You see, that's why you can sign contract, do all those different things. So let him that stole steal no more. So I tell you what, I, I, I put signs all around my stuff. No trespassing. You got no right to be here in any way, shape, or form. That's spiritual, physical, and financial. When you begin to get sick, he's trying to steal your health. Mm -hmm. But you see, or, you know, now you, you go to divine healing. You, you get to the, the divine part of your life, divine healing, divine health. Divine life. It's so divine that sickness can't get into the divine. Do you see what I'm saying? So the reason why I have been able to do what I have done, people have asked me, how can you be 46 years of preaching and not have any financial deficit? Let me tell you why. Not that I'm smarter than you are, because I don't believe in you, or that I have more faith than you do. I don't think so. I don't think that either. What it is, I, I studied Satan. I said it. And I watch what he does. And all he can do is steal, kill, and destroy. i never forget Colin Powell. Uh, he was then a four-star general of the Joint Chiefs of Staff when we had the first Gulf War in Iraq. I like what he said. He said, I studied Saddam's army because we're going to kill it. Mm -hmm. He studied it, see? So when we got there, in our minds, we already won that war. Right. Because we had a plan. You see, and, and an operation, they call it operation this and operation that, you know. And uh, when you understand that, then all of a sudden Satan said, wait a minute, how did they know what we're going to do? Well, <laughs> there's, a, there's a scripture about Elisha. I mean, when, when a king tried to come against uh, Israel, God would tell Elisha. And so the, the king's guy said, listen, don't say nothing because God will tell Elisha in his bedchamber. Mm -hmm. See, in other words, you are totally taken care of if you follow this word of God. And so let him that stole steal no more. So I ain't let him steal my money. I'm not letting him steal my health. I'm not letting him steal anything. I'm not letting him kill anything. And I'm not letting him destroy anything. Mm -hmm. Now, that's how I do that with that power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's why when I make a joke about it, me and Kathy, we've always said that, you know, uh, that if she get mad at me, or I get mad at her. Uh, we, we'll say the sun going down, which means you got, you're going to have to repent, woman, or you're going to have to repent, man, and you're going to have to apologize. Yeah, and then he's uh, <laughs> relying upon my mercy because really, oh, the listen, way he mercy. says it is The Bible not, said the mercy endured forever. Don't, gonna, I don't, want don't tie yourself up in this thing. I don't thing want here. you to mislead I may people. Have, I'm not misleading. I may have to lay hands on you. <laughs> but the point is when you say it like that, you're making a joke about it, but at the time, if you would say it just that way, it wouldn't be very helpful to the situation. <laughs> oh, oh, another so way. you have to know how what to say sun going. You say uh, you could say instead. You could say <laughs> you can initiate and suggest. Kathy, I see it on your face. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, remember the thing, <laughs> Kathy. The four things. Yeah. You're right. I'm wrong. No, you don't. I'm one. sorry. Forgive me. You're missing it. And it's just even well, well, if you well, you're are supposed in the to right, apologize to me. No, you're the we, one got mad. I didn't get mad. So that's said, your no. version oh, that's of my story. version. See, see, Satan's stealing from you right now. <laughs> Let him that stole steal. We, we do this know, all the time. We, we joke about that, and he uses that as an example, you know, sun going down, <laughs> because it's really true, and we've applied that, but not in that way that you're, you're saying it now. Because at the time, if you said it that way, I wouldn't want to forgive well, you. You have to. The scripture <laughs> says you have to. But you're not helping me want to. And no, so, I, what helps you so, is when you apologize. But the thing it's is, called repent. Turn from. Go the other way. <laughs> see, this is a perfect now. example of how when you know your enemy, 
not saying that he's my enemy. No, I'm not. But when you know your enemy and you know his tactics, you can mm -hmm. you can sharpen your your thinking and not walk into that same path. You know, like I know what's going to make Jesse angry, and I know what's going to make him happy, and so I have a decision what? whether I'm going to do <laughs> either of those things. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay, yeah, I understand. But I mean, it's and everybody knows this in their relationships. I mean, we all have people in our lives that maybe rub us the wrong way, and we can know how to be smiling and gentle with them, or we can make the situation worse. Well, I think it's so true with the Word of God. God has given us promises, and we know the tactics of the enemy. He wants to pull us off the Word. He wants Amen. to throw That's roadblocks so in our way so that we don't read the Word. It's just important that we discipline our flesh, make sure we spend time in the Word every single day. You know, it's not enough to just hear someone else say words, although those things are good, and we need to hear good preaching, but we need to have personal time Amen. Where we're with the Lord, reading, putting the Bible in our in our laps, or reading them, whether it be from a digital like device, daily our daily devotion, and give God and, and ask God's help, ask the Holy Spirit to help you to understand things, and He will reveal things to you. That's how wisdom comes. He revealed something reason. to me this morning when you were doing your devotion. Okay, what was that? See, you got to watch this. I have a habit. Watch this. Of doing oh, this. I know what He's gonna say. He's playing his invisible. So drums. watch this. So I'm sitting in the chair. Right, and she's in the next chair, and uh, Kathy's got her Bible. This is this happened just this month. She's reading like this. Now, watch. Not a word is spoken, and I'm doing this. Now, this is a chair with uh, not wood, but it's cloth. It's cloth. So, it was, so I'm just doing that, and all she did was this. I pulled my hands up, and she went back to reading her Bible. Do you remember that? Of course. Was there thoughts it. in your mind, but you didn't take no thoughts? I saying. thought, I, I thought, um, well, there's a lot of sun time right here. But anyway, this was this morning. But I thought, he knows that's distracting to me. He knows I'm concerned. Why is he doing that? So I looked over at you. Like <laughs> you didn't look like that. And, and sometimes you don't have to say a word. You just need a look. In fact, he, uh, I know you didn't do it intentionally. No. You're just a happy person. I'm a happy and person. Like happy feet. Those little hands are going like little, happy that feet. little penguin with the, the little feet <laughs> the going dancing. Feet. I like that. And, and my I'm legs. A lot of time happy. I have a, I like to bounce my legs too, for some reason. And I'm happy too, but right there I was concentrating and, and you know, we, we do have a, a house. Is, our house is big, but we like to be together. So we sit in the same place in the morning. Well, that's I in read, the den. We go to the den. Read, we go to the family room. Yeah, and, cause, and we have, I have my coffee and you just. And you got to have the fireplace on. In and the winter, it, it's It could be 96 nice. degrees outside. Just put the fireplace on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I said, so I think I, I, the Satan stole the heat. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you learn. I mean, you, you just don't intentionally do stuff no, to frustrate uh -uh. me. And I knew that, but it's still, I gave you that little look. And, <laughs> and you listened, which I And I listened. I just stopped it. I, I wanted to have the sounds of silence. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, Gar uh, Simon and Garfield. You know, it's so, it's so amazing how you could be reading the word and you get angry somebody who gets interrupts you from reading the word. And so you get really off track. It's like not that. angry, Kathy. You know what it is? It's righteous indignation. You vex. It gets vexed because when the word is coming into you, boy, I mean, that's life streaming power. But at that very moment, I had the opportunity to enforce the word that I was reading. I'm reading about love or joy, and then I, then I, I shouldn't be turning and doing that to you. So I'm trying, I'm working on that. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> yeah. Or like this. I, need, I know what I need. I know. I just realized it. Doesn't I need bother earplugs. Her. I just it, need earplugs. Yeah. So when, with, when, when he's <laughs> doing that, I just don't even hear it. When she's doing a devotion, <laughs> in, in other words, nothing bothers She can be reading. Now, if I'm walking by, she'll, she'll hand me her coffee cup. She'll do all that stuff. And, and I'm supposed to be, oh, I'm so honored that I can fill your cup up. I'm so glad you learned that. I know, yeah, but then how many times I've asked her to go get me something? She said, your legs broke? A hundred times. Is your legs broke? You don't Maybe even believe one, in healing and I miracles. I have told you that one time out of a thousand. In front of all these Jesse people, you're lying. Be, Let me loves just, to be Come served. out, you devil. <laughs> you know, it's happened more than once. You have a short memory. I have things a like short that. memory. <laughs> you, see, you see, I'm proving to you, see, that while we're doing this, see, there's a devil on the other side of that door saying, Trying if they keep steal. talking, I'm going to get in there with them. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, but we, we, we can banter Now, we're doing this forth, funny, but, but we we're never, teaching you something. We never allow it to go beyond a certain level and we, when it turns into jesting. You know how people can joke on the square, like they say? Mm -hmm. They'll say things yeah, in joke a on joke, the square. jokeful way, but they're really trying to dig and do that. We're, we're, what we're talking about is innocent. We're not no. trying to hurt each mm -hmm. other. No, we never So there's that. a balance with that. You can have fun and talk back and forth, but when you realize you've gone too far... 
that's important in any relationship to pull it back and say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that the way it sounded. Yeah. And so often we've done that for each other. Yeah, and it's not really you do it on purpose. Sometimes you just say something maybe you shouldn't have said. I don't know. Or like they say, sometimes you get up on the wrong side of the bed. I don't know which side of that bed it is, but I mean, sometimes those things happen. But the scripture says, let him that stole steal no more. no more. Mm -hmm. Now, you see, so... You do that, and how you do it, look, I have to finish reading the verse. But rather let him labor, working with his hands, that he may have to give to him that needeth. In other words, if you spend your time working, you won't have time to be messing with the devil. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so I made up my mind when I go out. Let me tell you what I do. I do it every time I get on our airplane. We have some very safe pilots, really great safe uh, mechanics. They, they keep that airplane in tip-top shape because you can't pull over at 40,000 feet. Right. And, uh, but I, but I, I'm not dumb. I know how the devil is. So I always say I plead the blood of Jesus over this aircraft that we're going to come right back to New Orleans and praise and worship you. Mm -hmm. That's not prayed in fear that he might do something. Mm -hmm. No, that's prayed in faith because I don't want any uh, mechanical problems. I don't right. want anything. Like that. I want to go do the work that I need to do. In fact, I'm going to do it tonight. Right. I'm going to fly over and preach, and I've already pleaded the blood of Jesus, not out of fear. That's just because that's the word, say. So, I, no, so he don't steal, kill, or destroy. I've already prayed about that service that I'm going to do tonight. And, uh, uh, well, and, actually, it's Wednesday night. Yeah, well, what's tonight? But, I mean, you're going to see this uh, a day later. See, yeah, but I'm so, just saying it in the now. And uh, why? So I know what that service is going to do. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I made up my mind that I'm not going to let him steal. I'm not going to let him kill, and I'm not going to let him destroy. i never forget one time we had one of our good friends came down with throat cancer. I mean, bad throat cancer. And I didn't know him. I knew him just a little bit. And anyway, to make a long story short, uh, the pastor at the church then was uh, Pastor David Sostrand, who's now in heaven, asked me to come over and to pray for uh, uh, this, this, this friend of mine. Uh, and he's a very close personal friend of mine now. Wasn't then we were friends, but you just met him. Yeah, just met him. And I looked at him point blank because I realized that Satan had this attacked his throat. The doctor said this is bad. And I asked him the simple question, which sounded kind of hard. I said, I gotta ask you something. He said, What's that? Do you want to live or do you want to die? I mean, and, and he kind of did that. I said, do listen, I said, this is serious. this is not the flu. This is not uh, a sore throat. This is serious business. Uh, right. you know. Do you want to live or do you want to die? He said, I want to live. I said, well, that's it. Death and life's in the power of the tongue. So we're going to pray. We're going to lay hands on you, and we're going to destroy this tumor in the mighty name of Jesus. Not Jesse, the mighty name of Jesus, but God has to work through someone. Right. So what happened? We laid hands on him, I remember. prayed for him, and cursed those cells, killed themselves, mm -hmm. and I mean, <clears throat> totally healed, totally blessed, and ministered to and touched him. Now, he said, would you think I should do what the doctor tells you to do? I said, well, sure. Doctors can't heal you, heal you but they can get prescribe you medicines, whatever, whatever they do, you know. I said, no, I'm not he against doctors. He did go through the treatment, but the doctors didn't expect him to survive no, even with the treatment. they said he wouldn't work. But His life was such a miracle that they had some kind of convention nearby. Medical convention. Medical convention, I think, just in, in Baton Rouge. Around Somewhere. Here. Uh -huh. And they asked him to go up and share what had happened to him. And his, he is a walking miracle. He truly is. He got to preach to the doctors. Yes. And they all said, we didn't think you would make it. They didn't they, ask didn't me they to preach. They published his testimony in oh, a yeah. magazine as well. They didn't ask me to preach. They weren't supposed to. See, but he, he had an opportunity to share the testimony that God gave him. And it's because of the hope that he received when we prayed. Oh, man. You know, the enemy came to steal the word, that, which is God says, in his heart. by his stripes you're healed. You know, he says, I'll bless your bread and your water. Mm -hmm. I'll take sickness out from the midst of you. The mm -hmm. word of God is filled with promises everywhere that Jesus went. He went preaching, teaching, and healing. That's it. So we know healing was available and is available because Jesus, is, the word says that he's the well, same yesterday, today, and forever. So that word mm. was in his heart, and we ref he refused to let the devil steal it. He, won't, he, he, he won't stood steal firm no on the word. How and so that hope. Oh, I, I, well, years, I'm thinking years. probably well over 15 years ago. I, it was a long time ago. And we just had dinner with him last week. But the thing is that he, uh, the enemy comes to steal the word of God, but he, he refused to let him take. And that was what the testimony was because that doc, those doctors were amazed that he could 
have that kind of confidence and hope right. and assurance. And that's a very important element in Amen. anybody's healing. No you matter what, what you're going through, you have to believe and, and be of good courage. And then God can work together with even the medical industry. Because well, there are people that have said they've, you know, you've heard doctors say, we don't even understand why this person is dying. There's right. no, no, nothing to indicate, but they've given up on life. Right, yeah. We can't give up on no. life. See, Satan came against our friend with a three-phase plan to steal, to kill, and then destroy. Because not only he wanted to destroy him, it would destroy his family too, because they would miss him and, you know, cause all kinds of, but you see, we had a, 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 a phase, a, a system of no. Our Jesus that will heal your body will not only heal you to the full, till it overflows. So his testimonies touched other people. Right. That had sickness and disease. And it brought glory to God. Yeah, and it brought it glory to other 100%. people to believe God for their yeah. miracle. And now all these years, he will not allow nothing to come back on him. You know how people say, you know that stuff, life will come back. Don't even speak that with your mouth. You see, that you're taking that thought. And I don't know why anybody would say that, even though some, that has happened a lot in a lot of people's lives. See, let him that stole steal no more. You are not going to do that. Now, in this particular passage of Scripture, it's talking about working, but you can put it in any situation going on. In fact, if you, let me read the verse above it. Wherefore, putting away Which lying. Verse is that? Verse 25 of Ephesians 4. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man's truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him that labor working with his hand, the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needs it. Now watch verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Hmm. Now, you know what's corrupt communication? It's not just cursing or saying that. It's taking stuff that, that's allowing Satan to steal, kill, and destroy. That's corrupt. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Totally, completely corrupt. Okay, we said this. I don't know if I said it on one of the boardroom chats. Uh, I think I did. You know, by Jesus' stripes we heal. But how come we get sick? When I want everybody to see, I'm going to touch my body. Because, see, this is a corruptible vessel. See? Mm -hmm. So I have to keep the word of God on this vessel so it does not uh, become, uh, it's not incorruptible. Right. When I get my new body, it's going to be incorruptible. So, so in other words, since sin came into the world, we constantly decaying from the day that, that baby's born, that first birth. I mean, right then, new cells are, just, are faster than the old cells, but immediately things begin to die. So I made up my mind. I said, no, I want, I became real good friends with him. He said, I, nothing. It, it, I don't allow corrupt communication. So if somebody goes to say something like that, I say, stop. Were you healed of the cancer? Yes. Don't you ever say that again. Because somebody told you that it might come back on. And maybe it did for some people. I'm not denying that. What I'm saying is, I'm talking to you, though, see? Right. You don't want it to come back. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to I say? I understand. You know, I love that. And I'd like to be able to read if you, the yeah. Passion Translation of what you just read. But I want to go back two more verses because this is so important. It okay. has to do with some of you are hearing this this information or this news, what we're talking about for the very first time. You may not have realized what's available to you as Amen. a believer. Before but this you is read what it, verse the title of this thing, Bodrum, is Satan's three-phase system that you destroy. It's a three-phase system, steal, kill, and destroy. Right. I want to put that on this boardroom chat. That is his plan, mm -hmm. his three-phase plan that you have the ability to destroy. Yeah, and so a lot of people it. don't realize that. Some of you are hearing about it for the first time, but I want to show you that now that you've heard it, that's good news to you, and you have a responsibility to put it into action. This is what the, new, the Passion Translation of this verse in Ephesians chapter 4, beginning at verse 23 instead okay. of 25. It says, now it's time to be made new by every revelation that's been given to you and to be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within as your new life and live in union with him. For God has recreated you all over again in his perfect righteousness and you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness. So this is where the verse you started. So discard, so because of this, it says in verse 25, so discard every form of dishonesty and lying so that you will be known as one who always speaks the truth. Praise for God. we all belong to one another. But don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. Don't let anger control you or be fuel for your revenge. Not even for a day. 
Don't give the slanderous accuser, the devil, an opportunity to manipulate you. Right. And he says, if any one of you have stolen from someone else, never do it again. Instead, be industrious, earning an honest living, and then you'll have enough to bless those in need. In verse 29, I think is where you went to, it says, right. and never let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth. But instead, let your words become beautiful gifts that encourage others. Do this by speaking words of grace to help them. Re I love re that passage. Okay, read that first statement in verse 29 verse again. Verse 29? The let, yeah, verse 29, the, the first statement. And never statement. let ugly or hateful words come from your mouth. Okay, ugly words is stealing, yeah. killing, and destroying. It's hate, too. You want some good words? Jesus, life. come give life to the full. Abundance. Till it overflows. Overflow. In other right. words, so that if somebody's not happy, if they get around you, they're going to get happy yeah. because of that anointing that's on your life. Light, yeah. See? You can speak life same, words yeah. instead of death words. Right. Yeah. I had a person tell me this the other day, but Jesse, you know, I, 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 and then send in a little testament. I, I, I sowed a seed and I'm being so blessed. <laughs> I said, well, you're supposed to. Not because I'm something, but the Christ in me is. That's the same you see? principle. And now, what I do is keep my life clean. I keep my life uh, fertile in, in God's word so that when you sow a seed, and he was talking about a financial seed, you get a 30, 60, 100 fold. If you hear me say that, I say it all the time, 30, 60, 100 fold. I love what Jody, my daughter, says, my dad believes that 100 fold to the core. I mean, it's in him. Why? Well, not only for me, but for you. But it's the words of Jesus. It's the words of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I, because, see, they, they, they full, they overflow, they abound. In other words, I, I got a three-phase system, overflow, abound, <laughs> the same way. Mm -hmm. See, so I've learned how to shut the devil down. That doesn't mean he doesn't uh, attack me. It doesn't a lot of people think I never fight, have problems. But it's a good fight. Yeah, you it's fight the good faith. fight of faith. You don't fight faith. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of people fight faith. Well, that faith stuff don't work. See, that's fighting faith. You fight the good fight of faith. Why? Because faith has an answer. Right. It right. doesn't have a problem. Mm -hmm. And I said this the other day. Faith is not limited. It, faith is only limited by what you think of faith. Mm -hmm. Faith is unlimited, boy. It will do what it's called to do. Mm -hmm. See, so that's how I live the way I live, spiritually, physically, financially, every area of my life. If Satan tries to tempt me with something, I said, that's not my thoughts. I, I guard my eyes. I guard my ears. I guard my mouth. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes I blew it. And most of the time, if I blew it, I'm going to blow it at Kathy. You see, because she's... Because he Ka knows I'm forgiving. No, it's not that. It's, it, it's this. Because, see, Kathy knows how to make me the happiest I can be. Mm -hmm. But she can make me madder than anybody I've ever seen. Why? Because she's close to me. See, we, we know, and, I, and vice versa. Same way, you know. I know what just irritates the socks off of Kathy. And, you know, and I like to joke a little bit. Sometimes I've used irritating things to joke, and I had to repent later on. Because, I mean, she just... What she told me and Jody one time, she came out the room and stuck that finger at both of me and Jody and said, out. <laughs> so me and Jody left, including the dog. The dog said, ooh, mama mad. Out the door she went, you know. It's like uh, maybe <laughs> you know? 30 years ago. Oh, yeah, 30 years ago. But I remember, even Jody goes, remember mama stuck her finger? I said, oh, yeah, man. I said, you remember Bojack the dog? And he went, oh, Lord. <laughs> out the door he went to. We all, there was three of us, me, Jody, and Bojack in the, in the yard. Just It was a teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny now when I think about it, you know. And I, felt, I said, Jody, I think we... I think it's time for us to go back in there. And you can see in Bojack's eye, he was a little French poodle. He went, she ain't ready yet. She ain't ready yet. She ain't ready yet. He was trembling. Oh, you know. But when she came in, she said, I didn't mean to get so mad at y'all. I'm sorry. And then you saw Bojack go, hey, he, started, he knew it. Everything's fine. You know, praise the Lord. So that's what I'm saying. I, I understood. I understand how to, to, to stop what Satan is doing. And so when Satan tries to take Money for me? I go, excuse me, that's not your money. That's my money. You have no right to touch what is mine. Mm -hmm. I have been given authority. God's given me the ability and the intelligence to make this money, and, you know, for my benefit, for my family's benefit, and I might just want to make it to give it away. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you something. Most of the money that I make, I give away. I am an excellent giver. I mean, I just enjoy it more proficient than anything else. Giver. I'm very proficient <laughs> in giving. Now, I'm very proficient in receiving, but I'm more proficient in giving. I mean, I love to receive, to understand me. But there's just something about giving, that that warmness comes on you, that it just, 
It's wonderful to stop a problem that Satan started in somebody's life with a dollar bill. Mm. Just stop it. I've had people say, I'm hungry. Here, you ain't hungry to go buy you something to eat. And I'd see them. I, I, I might walk past them 10 minutes later on the street, and they're eating something. I said, you full? Oh, yeah. Well, here's a little extra for tomorrow. I, I just enjoy doing those kind of things. Now, I don't let people take advantage of me. <clears throat> you know, I had one guy say, give me some money because I want to go get drunk. Well, I'm not doing that. I remember the guy, he, he was here. He, I remember he the went across there. He said, I, I, I just need some booze. No, you don't need no booze. You see, that was something controlling him. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? So when you understand that Satan, and I'm going back to that, steal, kill, destroy. Mm -hmm. Jesus came to give life to the full that it overflows, which means there are going to be a lot of people around you that you can stop Satan's plan just by the overflowing of the life of God that's, that's in your life. I like that. That you don't have to say nothing. You can just do I've had people tell me, come up to me and say, who are you? Uh, you look familiar. I said, well, I'm Jesse Plants. I'm a preacher on television. You know, I should, I, I've had him say this. I was sitting in this restaurant, and every time I looked at you, I felt the warmness. I felt the, you know, the, you, the surrounding area. You made the surrounding area happy. And I didn't say a word to that man or to that woman. Mm -hmm. But what was coming off of me was the life of God. And a lot of times, I was just enjoying dinner. That was at Mr. B's, my favorite restaurant in New Orleans. Me and Kathy was just having some gumbo, yaya. Yeah, yeah. Boy, it was great. And we were having a good time. Sometimes we like to walk the quarter, we call it. We walk down Royal Street, look at the antiques and all the different things of that nature. And it was just a wonderful thing. I didn't even know it was happening. You see, that's how powerful life is. Mm. And God said, let him that stole, so I'm not going to let Satan steal my life. That's right. I'm going to let it flow. And when I have a chance, an opportunity to say something, mm -hmm. I'll say something. How about some testimonies here? We've got yeah, some good ones. Yeah, we have some great ones. This one is from Amanda from, it says, love you from New Zealand. Helen says, blessings from Republic of Ireland. Sigsajorn, listening from Norway, blessings. I, Josie I like says, Norway. I like them. What do they call that, those uh, windmills? I think they make those things in Norway. Uh, and Josie says, enjoying from Perth, Western Australia. Perth, man. Edwin says, watching from Quezon City, Philippines. Uh, Jerang says, I hope I'm saying your names properly. Says, love your teaching, watching from Papua New Guinea. Think about Papua it, all over the world. People I'm telling you, man, right God's now. doing great things. And this one, uh, Silatoga, I think it is. Amen. Praise God. Blessings from Fiji Islands. Fiji, yeah. Naomi says, good afternoon. Greetings from Bahamas. I like the Greetings Bahamas. from New Orleans. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> from us, from Justin Kathy. Okay, it says, uh, Lovis says, good afternoon, watching from St. Martin in the Caribbean. In the Car Caribbean. Caribbean. <laughs> okay. That's how you say it, Car well, Caribbean or Caribbean. I don't, you I know, maybe you can write and let us know. Do you, no, should you say Caribbean or you, should you say Caribbean? You know, that's a battle. You don't need a fight. Well, it's not a fight. It doesn't matter I how I say it. I just want some information. No, I'm not you talking about you. Are I'm you talking trying about, to correct me? No, I'm trying to correct me. <laughs> how do we say it? I've preached in the Caribbean or the Caribbean. I've heard it said both ways. And me I'm too. sure it's okay either okay. way. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> Joey says, hello, everyone. Blessings from South Africa. It's a blessing always to hear Brother Jesse and the First Lady. I guess that's me. I guess that's you. Despite the, there ain't the, no second despite lady. Despite the time. That's right. There ain't no second lady. Oh, there'd be a dead first man. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> anyway, he says, true. despite the time in South Africa. You know, a lot of people watch us live, no matter where we are in the South world. Africa. They are in the world. South Africa. Paul South Stur Africa. Pasta, Kathy. Yes, okay. Pasta. says, blessings from Croatia. Mimi is saying, watching from Nigeria. Love you both so much. Justina, good evening from Poland. Maurice, now these are just a sampling Poland. of the different greetings. You know, I've always wanted to go to Poland. From Poland, good evening it. from Poland. So it was nighttime when she saw us, even though yeah. this airs like at three, yeah. I think. And then it goes on, let me see, you want to read the first page at least? Well, no, I don't, you look okay. like y'all. I'm going to do <laughs> yeah, it. <ask> me. <laughs> Maureen says, hi, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy. I'm listening to you. Always wonderful message from the United Kingdom. God, God's love and blessings always. We're going to be in, in the United Kingdom. Do you know Kingdom the dates? In, I don't know the dates. We're coming in, in May. May. It'll be we'll be in May. We'll, we'll be in the United we'll Kingdom. We'll promote it on the social media yeah. website. Yeah, so, so I hope you can come. That. Maybe we can meet you. Yeah, It'll be Maureen, a blessing. We hope you'll be, we'll be in like in uh, well, we're gonna Warminster. Start off. We're going to be in Warminster. We're going to be in Warminster. We're going to be in London. Bristol? We're going to be in Bristol. And we're going to be in Edinburgh, Scotland. In Edinburgh, Scotland. I love Scotland. Yes, you are. And also, we're going to be in. Republic around of Belfast, Ireland. Uh, Republic Ireland. of Ireland. No, Republic Ireland is totally different. That's, That's Southern Ireland. 
Where are we going to You got to learn that, Kathy. I need to learn <laughs> that before There are problems over there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. So where are we going? We're going to Balamina. I believe that's in Northern Ireland. You got to learn that. I learned it. That's it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but I love the Republic of Ireland too. Listen 40 to shades of green. That's okay. all I can say. That's, that's it. good. You don't have to, you're not, you're not saying the accent right, so don't try. I'm not. No. I thought I was doing very well. No. Blake says, wow, so Wait cool. Wait a minute. Here's a good one. By Joe, I believe I've got That's not it. good either. That ain't good. Okay, I thought I got it. You think it, you're better than me, but it's not, it's not quite there. I've heard the real. Oh, you heard the real. Yes. So when I hear the imitation, I know. I understand. <laughs> anyway, Blake says, wow, so cool to be snowed in. And able to catch a live episode of the boardroom chats. Thank you, God, for these two people. Thank you all for following God's plan for your life. Last year, I heard a voice say, what do you want in oh, my prayer Lord. closet when I donated to this ministry? Now, that's Praise amazing God. to me. Mm -hmm. uh, can, I, can I say that? When you donate to this that's ministry, Blake. you're going to hear God say, what do you want? And, and let me tell you why. Because we do right by the money you send. 100% of what you send goes in the world evangelism. Me and Kathy, we've been debt-free since 1982. It's just been a blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ. So whatever you send, nothing too big, nothing too small. We have projects in the millions and millions, and we have small projects. And, I, and, and let me tell you something. What you send, it doesn't come to me and Kathy. We're already taken care of. God's been good and gracious to us. But it goes to reach people, change lives one soul at a time. I feel the letter of the Lord to ask you, if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. Now, if you don't want to become one, please don't. Don't feel no pressure. This is one ministry that will not pressure you in any way, shape. There's two things Jesse the Plans Ministry will never do. It will never tell you you can't do something because you can do all things through Christ. I will not say you can't do that. And number two, I will not pressure you. If you want the hundredfold return, the 30, the 60, the 100, it's on me. Mm -hmm. It is, I don't, I'm not being arrogant, it is on me. And if I can get people to understand what I'm talking about, it's amazing. And a lot of them have. Yes. And they're being blessed beyond their wildest strength financially. Yeah. As well as spiritually. And they're well sharing what they've learned. Like this yeah. one, this testimony from Gail Perfect. says, I love Jesse and Kathy. I have learned so much from them and I'm passing on what I'm learning. What I hate is Thank poverty, you. Kathy. Poverty uh -huh. is a curse. Mm -hmm. It's of the devil, man. If you notice in the Garden of Eden, there was no poverty. You notice in heaven, there's no poverty. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Where there's poverty at? On the earth. Why? Because sad to say, the church preaches poverty and, and puts a nice connotation on it. It's not. It is a curse. I want people blessed. I don't want hungry people in different countries, children starving and dying. That's what poverty does. Poverty destroys your hope, pulls everything away from you that you couldn't have a house. And it's a curse. It is a total, complete curse. But Jesus redeemed us from, from the, the curse. From the curse of the law, that's right. And I mean that. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. If you want to give, if you want to, you can go to our website, jdm.org, and you hit the select button, and you can don or the donate button, it'll happen. Or you can use PayPal or however you want to. But let me say it again, and I mean, look at me when I say that. I'm serious about that. If you don't feel led of the Lord, please do not, don't do that. Now, I know people think I'm crazy. I've had preachers, I wouldn't say that, but I will. Why? Because I, I want you blessed. I want you to have a willing heart. That's what God told Moses. Mm -hmm. Give me an offering of people that are willing mm -hmm. so you can eat the good of the land. That's Isaiah 119. So thank you, partners. We do all these things, all these cameras, all these lights, this table, everything, all of that was purchased by your wonderful donation to this mission so we could preach to other people. Yeah, and Never know, been to Poland, but we, we preach to the people in Poland. That's right, that's I gotta right. I got to go to Poland. I, I, I want to go to Poland. I know, I'd love that. I've always heard about Poland, and I hate to say it, and maybe I can meet this person that, uh, uh, you know, that wrote from Poland. You know, I hate to say it, but Just World War II, the history, you know, Auschwitz and all the things, that, you know. <clears throat> but I thought, why did Hitler want that? He wanted that country so bad. I mean, you know, I, you know, they probably were very good people. Was it in the Poland. first country that he invaded? Mm -hmm. he so invaded that Poland, was he had a strategic plan, I'm oh, yeah, sure. He did. And that was like the first step. If he could make an inroad into that, then he had a plan to hit all of the world. But that's the similar to the devil. He has a strategic let me finish this. Yes, I'm doing he has I'm, I'm, I'm saying amen. That's okay. what I was gonna say. <laughs> I know, I know how you like to invade me, my space here. But he the devil had a strategic plan and has a strategic plan. His plan, like we read in the very beginning, he comes to steal to kill and to destroy. So we have to recognize his strategic plan. Don't let him steal even one truth That's that, right. of, of revelation that God has already given you. Stick with what God has promised you and go throughout the word of God and find 
other scriptures to reinforce that truth that you know. In fact, I did that when I was just a baby Christian. I had never read the Bible before I got born again. And I remember getting a spiral notebook, and they didn't have these resources like we have today, being able to word search and all this. I didn't even really have a concordance. But as I was reading the Bible, I would write down scriptures about salvation for your family because I was married to a heathen. <laughs> I was wanting my whole family to know Jesus. I was the first one born again in my family. Right. You I was wanted a heathen you too. to be. And now I, my, I had a, <laughs> even though the enemy had a strategic plan to take me out, I had a strategic plan. Amen. I wanted all my family to be born again. So I remember finding the scriptures, reading one and then finding another and putting it all on that page. All the, the scriptures that I know that it was God's will for all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the Amen. truth. And I would speak to Jesse and I, I, would, I would actually speak to the devil and I'd say, I command you <laughs> to get your... Jesse? <laughs> well, I knew you were under the influence of the enemy, but Bible talks about how we can take a th use our authority. That's right. And I would talk to them. I, com I, com I, I commanded the light of the gospel to shine in your heart and I commanded labors of the harvest to go forth and bring the word of God to you because you didn't want to hear it from me. But I was believing and praying for all these things. So I had a strategic plan to defeat the devil. Even though the devil had a strategic plan to, to steal and kill and destroy our relationship right. sure. and kill our marriage. Well, kill know, everything. Kill everything. God also has an even better plan with better weapons to help us pull down those strongholds and put, bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So she that he's he preaching can, now. Yeah, he, can I get an amen? Amen. I say amen. I say amen, sister. Go ahead, sister. But this cool. is so yeah. real to us. You know, we've put it into practice. Like I read in one of the testimonies, people are hearing about it. They're sharing it with others. I want you to be part of this good plan that God has for us today. His message to us for this year is go do the work. The work is the gospel's been <laughs> preached to you. We say tag your it. You go and preach it to others too because amen. there's a lot of people in your life that needs to hear about our good God. That's good. That's why That's Hitler's plan was so satanic. What did he do? Steal. Steal. Stole all the stole art. The stole the nation. Stole the gold. Kill. Who is he stole thinks all, he all is to resources. kill all the Jewish people? Like as if they can and destroy. Well, there had to come a time where the other nations, the other rest of the yes. world had to stand up and, and say no to him and put him down. And, and we need to God. do it again. But you know, God was behind. Oh, yes. There are right. countries that, are trying to, that want to go and invade countries. And leave people on. People should be happy on this place, man. And uh, but people love power, control, and it, and and then it goes into. Before you know it, they're killing people. I mean, and and, and it's just wrong. It shouldn't happen. So don't let him do that. Right. And because you can let him. So steal no more. Just remember the abundant life that God has given you right. in every area of right. your life. Right. Now there is. I, did you read that this testimony? Maybe we got time for one more from Mindy. It's oh, yeah, kind of Mindy. a long thing. Oh, it's uh, beautiful. Uh, uh, Chrissy asked me to, she said, read that Mindy I uh, read testament. it yesterday, too. It's oh, just, you read it on well, the Well, I want to read it. No, I haven't read oh, it yet on okay. the program. I mean, before we came on, I read it read, yesterday. Listen to this. Mindy says, I remember years ago when I had lost my first child and was devastated. I just so happened to go see you preach. I was afraid that I would never be able to get through a pregnancy and have a child. You prayed over me against that. I prayed hard and believed in faith what God had said through you that I would have a child. Not long after that, I was pregnant again. My son is now 13 years Praise old. God. You opened my eyes to keep faith and hold strong to the promise of God. I thank you for helping me out so many years ago. Thank you for being so strong in God's work and grace. I hope to see you preach again, preach live again one day. Prayers for you and your ministry. Now, I'll never forget this. You know, what I did was, in my mind when I, pr I was praying, I was thinking of Genesis. Uh, Genesis 1 where he said, be fruitful. Right. That's what you, that's still operating today. It's still a and, command. And without sounding arrogant or proper, I have prayed for 14 women who could never have children. Mm -hmm. And all of them have. Well, I just Not, read one recently on my Glorious Living broadcast oh, with Kathy Salufo, her, her daughter. You remember, God gave me a yeah, word. It was just a few. You could find it if you look for it. It was really powerful. I went to that church. I didn't uh -huh. know that that was the pastor's daughter. She was sitting daughter. next to the pastor's wife. Kathy Salufo is the pastor. Yeah. And her husband is Randy Salufo right there in Believer's Life Church. And is it Gretna or? Uh, well, I call it, yeah, the West it's Bank. The West Bank of New Orleans. 
And, uh, and so you, you spoke to her. You, in fact, you were going around asking people, what do you want? Well, she said she wanted to have a baby. She was sitting by herself, not with a, a man next to her. So you first asked her, what, are you married? And her <laughs> husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Details. Was, <laughs> was important. Her husband was on the platform. He was leading worship. So he came down and you prayed for both of them. And we were able to get a clip of that. And it was so amazing because that was in December. And the following January, she tested, for, she was pregnant. And the baby, uh, we got a little picture of the little baby. Uh, and and I went preaching December Baby's of like a year old now walking. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he's powerful. And every step that little baby takes declares the goodness of God, that Amen. he does answer prayer. He is a miracle-working God. So never give up on the promise. You are a candidate for a miracle. Amen. I preached that. <laughs> 35, 40 years ago. Yeah. You are a candidate for a miracle. You've been so out there a long time. You know, this <laughs> Thanks a lot, there, <laughs> I've been right there with you every step of the I way. I notice my jaws are starting to sag Don't talk more. about that. Leave <laughs> no, that alone. No, no. Yeah, that's, 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 that's okay. That's, <laughs> that's okay. okay. Well, what you going to do? Okay. Rosie says, uh, I subscribe. I want you, I want you, you to hurry. read this one. Okay, we'll no, I don't have to hurry. We've got all the time in the world. <laughs> Rosie says, I just subscribed to you. I just subscribed on YouTube, and I just really love you. What a blessing you are to us. I remember you from when I was a lot younger. I'm from Louisiana, but I now live in Texas. So you see, for 46 years now, right? Yeah, 19, 46 1976, years. you preached your first, first message. in January. So we've been going at this long. And over the all these years, we've impacted so many. God has used our ministry to impact so many Amen. people. And I like that they're rediscovering us like... like um, Rosie just said, I yeah. know people, remember you went to their church and you preached and all of a sudden they're finding us on all these platforms and it's God is renewing our, con our connection. Well, I'll tell you stirring what. us up to, to believe him and to see the promises come to pass. Let me go back Thank to that. Thank you for writing. Yeah, and let me go back to John 10, 10. Yeah. The three-phase plan of Satan, remember that. You're the, and he will not be able to get to you because you can shut down stealing, you can shut down killing, you can shut down destroying. Yeah, God I'm gonna has say, a divine strategy. Right. I'm going to say one more thing and win. then we're going to close. We went to eat dinner the other day and uh, we were having a nice uh, a dinner and one of the, the people, their son showed up and, and he, he, he's 23 years old and uh, he's had his problems like everybody else, you know, but he said, I just wanted to be with, he called me Uncle Jesse. Yeah. He's not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not his real uncle, blood uncle. He just called Spiritually, me. Spiritually. I no. actually dedicated him when he was a baby. Right. Well, anyway, he's had his problems, you know, but he's doing real good right now. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to come and say, I just need somebody to agree with me. Yeah. He'd really been getting in the scriptures, and that was just such a blessing of the Lord. And then his mother called and said, I hope uh, uh, my son didn't disturb our dinner. I said, no, your kids can come anytime. I like children. I like grandkids. I mean, I enjoy all that stuff, you know, and it was just such a blessing. It touched my heart. You know why? Because what's happening in that scripture is stopping Satan from stealing, killing, and That's destroying right. in That's that right. young man's life. That's right. That's what it's all about. I hope you enjoyed our boardroom chat today. Remember, you are a candidate for a miracle. You can shut down Satan's three-phase plan, yeah. and all, all you got to do is God's got a, a, a three-phase plan too. He's got a divine strategy Go to ahead. help you win life in life to the full, abundance and abundance overflowing. Overflowing. You just Amen. can't beat that. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we'll see you next time. God bless. Bye bye. bye.